Godspeed Space ABC, coming at you live on Block Talk Radio, lovely studio here in Kent, Washington. Welcome to the ABC podcast on Block Talk Radio, where I take modern dating and I disembowel it for your entertainment. So if you're looking for if you're looking for modern dating advice that gives it 100, you're in the right spot. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I'm still trying to get my voice together today. Call-in number is 563-999-3596. 563-999-3596. Give me a call. Call into the radio show if you need advice, if you need more questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Uh, give me a call. If not, if you don't feel like giving, giving me a call, well, no problem. Um, and let me let me turn my phone silent. <laughs> yeah, if you don't feel like calling, give me. If you don't feel like calling me, that's fine. Sit back, enjoy the lecture, enjoy the show for the next hour or so. Maybe some change. I've been going overtime lately. That's what that's what we do, right? Today I want to do I want to do a react I want to react to Kendra G because uh, she does this show called Singles Live, and some of the women are just like out to lunch. <laughs> so I wanted to see what went on, and I guess she did a show last night or something like that. I got a it, it was a thing on my YouTube. But um, I guess she she did a show last night, so I guess that's that's what I'll be reacting to. So we'll do that today. But first, yesterday I talked about yesterday I talked about the virtuous woman. I don't know if I I didn't go back over my show. I usually I usually re rewind this, go back over my shows, and you know listen to them and make sure everything's cool before I upload. I didn't do that yesterday. I was just crunched for time, so I was just like, let me just process it and throw it up there. So whatever's up there is up there for yesterday's show. So let me know if it came out good or whatever. I might, I might listen to it today. I don't know. Anyway, I think I'm pretty sure I mentioned a video from this from this woman, from this black woman, about things that provider men don't, like jobs provider men don't do. And I kind of went off on a tangent about like policemen and firemen because, um, because women want policemen and firemen, so that's perfectly fine. Well, I, I was looking through the, I was looking through TikTok, and I was looking through the high value women section of TikTok, and I think I found a video. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this video for you. And again, you're not going to see the video. It's just going to be like, it's, to you, it's going to be an audio clip. Again, it's radio, it's not video. So, but you'll hear everything this woman has to say. And then I'm going to react to whatever the hell she's saying. Now, she's this black woman. She gets, she goes by the fluffy one something. Um, but let's hear what she has to say because, again, no, I think I already know what she has to say. But y'all need to hear this because these type of women are out here. All right. So let's play that one. Gone. Jobs that men uh, let's should see. not. Oops, I just, I just okay. silenced it. For one, McDonald's, here's a list of jobs that men should not do, especially grown-ass men, okay? For one, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, matter of fact, any fast food restaurant, if you think that you're a grown-ass man working in a fast food restaurant is okay, something is wrong with you, all right? Leave those jobs to the teenagers. My nephew So I have a, a question right, right off because... the bat, just right off the bat. Um, then who is it that you want to work at the, that you want to work at the fast food restaurants? You want just women working at the fast food restaurants so they can further complain about the wage gap? I'm just wondering, because again, 
you don't want you you don't think men should do it so i guess women should do it work minimum wage jobs so you're relegating your fellow woman to minimum wage jobs yeah that's that's a brain surgeon move right there i i get that but go ahead there's some grown-ass men in his goddamn 40s flipping my goddamn burger okay let it go leave it alone that so you don't think men in forties can should be flipping your burgers? And who do you think should be flipping your burgers? I mean, some of these forty year old men can can make better burgers than a lot of these teenagers. Not only that, I don't know how well you black women. You probably go to a rest to a fast food restaurant fairly often, as black women do. Statistics bear that out. I'm pretty sure you've been to a fast food restaurant and had experience with these teenagers run working there that always screw up the order yet they want they, they want a living wage for screwing up your order so is that what you want more of i'm just wondering i'm wondering again brain surgeon move but go ahead job is not for you anything in retail okay i don't want to see no grown-ass man handing me a dress okay why are you a grown-ass man working at ross that makes absolutely uh you want to see a grown-ass man handing you a dress that sounds kind of transphobic to me i'm just Okay, I'm just playing the game. All right, just playing the game. Don't crucify me. Look, I'm just playing the game according to the rules they set out. Now, how do you know that the person that's handing you the dress identifies as a man? I'm wondering because, look, you say you don't want a grown-ass man handing you handing you a dress. Wait, what you see is a grown-ass man, but do they identify as such? I'm just wondering. I'm wondering. I'm Again, I'm playing the game according to the rules they laid out. Look, the whole trans the whole trans thing is just as confusing to me as it is to anybody. However, when this woman comes up and says she doesn't want a grown ass man handing her a dress, do you understand that grown ass men are wearing these dresses? I'm just saying. And then how do you know that this grown ass man identifies as a grown ass man? It could be grown ass woman. So if you don't want a grown-ass man handing you a dress, then walk up to that person that you think is a grown-ass man and ask him before, while he's handing you the dress, just ask him how you how he identifies. And if he identifies as a woman, then take the dress, right? I mean, come on. You're not going to take a dress from a guy you think is a guy? This sounds kind of transphobic to me, but I'm, I'm just saying. Again, don't crucify. I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of, I'm conservative. I have a lot of conservative friends. Conservative friends don't crucify me because I'm just playing the game according to the rules they set out. Keep going. Absolutely no sense, okay? Target, Marshalls, like, guys, give it up. Leave these jobs to the kids. Leave these jobs to the teenagers. These are jobs you get in high school, in college. But once you're a grown-ass man, you... I thought grown people went to college. So, lady, what? Uh, let me ask you something. At what point is somebody grown? If they're not grown at 18, when they have these jobs, right? Because you say leave it to the teenagers, but at 18, technically you're grown. You're in, you're a legal adult. So, do you understand? Do you understand like the difference between like a teenager and a legal adult? Because again, you say leave it to the teenagers, but the teenagers can only work certain work jobs under certain parameters. So, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Laquanda, where you get where you're getting your information from. But I don't think I don't think it goes the way you think it goes. I'm you just saying. Do not need to be working Go. any fast 
food restaurant or any retail restaurant. And for you high value men that think that it's high value to work for the city, <laughs> let me tell you something. You're absolutely wrong. All right. No police officer. Wait, no firefighters, no construction workers, no mailmen, no post office. Um, so you're you're basically eliminating the job with the best the jobs with the best benefits. So no police officers. So ladies, don't worry about her. Don't worry about her taking your police officer from you. All right. If you like, if you like police officers, and I know you do. You ain't got to worry about Laquanda here going after a police officer because, you know, even with even with their their benefits and their their pay scales, because police officers do earn quite a bit of money, especially nowadays with hiring with um, recruitment incentives and things like that, hiring incentives or bonuses and great benefits because they work for the city. Don't worry about her. You ain't got to worry about her taking your man. Also, firefighters. Yeah. Ladies, I know you. I know you want your firefighters, so you ain't got to worry about her taking them. So, the firefighters with the great benefits, or great city level benefits, and retirement plans and stuff like that, because they get city level pension for the rest of their lives after they retire. See, you're set, you ain't got to worry about her because she's too stupid to understand that city level uh, working for the city comes with city level perks and benefits and city level pension plans after they retire. This is not what this woman wants, though. She's too dumb to realize that. So you ain't got to worry about her. You ain't got to worry about her taking, taking your firefighters, your, your handsome, sexy firefighters, or your handsome, sexy police officers. I'm just saying. Let's go. If you consider that a high value man, you're absolutely wrong. Okay, there's nothing high value about making seventy thousand. There's nothing high value, but let me ask you something. Somebody puts a gun in your face. Who are you calling? Are you are you going to call the CEO that you're that I guess you think that's high value? Are you going to call that CEO? Somebody got a gun in your face? How about your house is on fire? You're trying to cook and you burn down the house because I know you can't cook, Laquanda. It's just inherent in your attitude. So you can you try to cook, you burn, you wind up setting your house on fire. Who are you calling? Are you are you going to call that CEO to come put that fire out? See, this is and this is the thing. People who crack on police officers, people who crack on firefighters, or anybody who rides around in a vehicle with lights on them. When things go south, the first people they call. So how is it that you don't think police officers or firefighters are high value? Yeah, when things go south, those are the first people you call. Nine one one, help me, send a policeman, send a firefighter. Especially in the hood, Laquanda, because you know, things go south in the hood fairly quickly. And fairly often. So again, who are you calling? Who are you calling? Somebody got that gun in your face. Go. A year. You men that think working for the city is high value. It's so there's that. Anyway, that was it. And there was more. She there was more. She said. She said she was saying something about a Lambo. Um, and this is again posted from somebody else's post, so they cut it off early. But she was thinking about Lam uh, Lamborghinis. If you have to drive around your Lamborghini and have all this flashy stuff, and not even she's too stupid to realize that um, that rich people don't drive around Lamborghinis. And like I said, the uh, I can't remember if it was car and drive it was one of these car one of these car specialty uh, sites, one of these car specialty publications that said rich people they don't drive around Lamborghinis. They don't drive they don't, like your Andrew Tate with all these all these high value cars. 
Come on now. You know this guy is not wealthy. He's got, he may have money, but he's not wealthy. Those wealthy people don't do that. Wealthy people don't blow their money on things that depreciate quickly, like your Lamborghini, like your Ferrari. They'll drive around reliable cars like Hondas and Toyotas. And she, and those Hondas and Toyotas are exactly what she cracks on. So these women are too, these women out here, they're too stupid to understand how the money game is played, yet they want somebody with money and don't even know how money game, how the money game is played. So that's what, that's what's up. That's what's up with a lot of these modern women. You know, they get into the game. First of all, they get their, they get, they're part of the sexual revolution. They gain their independence. They get into the workforce, want to make all this money. They join OnlyFans and all this other stuff, become sex workers, trying to make all, trying to make a million dollars doing that. And when they get even a little bit of money, they think that they can get a high value man who knows the money game, who can play the money game, but they don't know the money game themselves. So they don't know what they're looking for. So when they're looking for signs that somebody has money, like an, like an expensive car, like a big flashy house, like all these flashy clothes and gold chains and things like that, things that you spend a lot of money on. And that's what they glom onto because they figure if they see that person in that, then they must have a lot of money because that's, that's that's what they can afford. That's what they can buy, right? Not quite. Because the wealthiest people, they may have they may have a highfalutin house because houses because houses tend to increase the value. But highfalutin cars, no. They may have one just as a toy, but no. They're not gonna drive it around or anything like that. They'll just have it just just as a keepsake. They're not gonna see them driving around. So you all these athletes that you see driving around in their Ferraris and stuff, just know that they're going to be broke after they after they and there's reasons for that, but they're going to be broke after they get out of a, get out of sports, and God forbid they should suffer a career-ending injury, right? And we already addressed that, but understand that. Real wealthy people don't flash or don't don't wear flashy things because they understand that flashy things don't hold value like they they don't wear gold chains around their neck. They tend to keep their gold bars in safes where they can where it's not going to get robbed. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They don't tend to wear flashy clothes because flashy clothes deter, depreciate in value, and there's nothing you can really do after you spend three hundred dollars on Jordans, and you can't even settle for three hundred dollars. That's why. People with these gold rings and stuff like that, and these diamonds. Once you buy them, what are you going to resell them for? Especially diamonds. Gold, I can kind of see. But even gold, you want to keep gold bullion somewhere safe. You don't want to wear that around because, why? Because once you start wearing around your gold and stuff, what's that, what does that cause wear and tear? It causes the gold to wear. It's going to depreciate the value of your gold, whereas if you keep it somewhere, the gold's going to hold the value. I mean, this is... I don't know. Maybe this is me making too much sense, but that's just how I see things. But anyway, that's that was that was my but first. And I was looking around this TikTok, and I kind of wanted I kind of wanted to see a couple of these videos because I don't know. They're talking about what makes a high value woman, and I took and I already said what makes a high value woman. Um, according to the the best source of how humanity should be. And I read from Proverbs 31, because Proverbs 31 is the definitive guide of what a high-value woman is, what she should be, know, and do, right? So let's hear what other people have to say, because not everybody reads Proverbs 31. In fact, I can, out of everybody I know, I can 
they can read the they can count the number of people that read Proverbs 31 on one hand. In fact, I could chop half my hand off and still count the number of people. So let's see. Let's see. This is who is this? Margarita Margarita Nazarenko. Let's see what she has to say. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to part two on how to be a high value woman, feminine energy, and attract the right partner into your life. How to be a deer and not a cow. Here's what you're going to do when somebody displays towards you unworthy behavior, unworthy of your time, of your trust, of you liking it. Instead of going into a rant, text messaging them, letting them know how they've hurt you or what they've done to you or why it's not appropriate that they're late or this thing, that thing, the other thing, or that they're rude to you, you're going to tell them once and then you're going to get bored of that behavior. You're going to be bored. It's very boring when people do not respect you and do not react or act adequately towards you. A lot of times when people... Oh, right. So we're just supposed to defer to her, right? Because God forbid things should come up and things come up in life because, you know, life happens. But when life happens, you know, you're bored of that. You know, things happen. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to show up on time, but things got a little crazy. Things got a little crazy. Or I like to show up in time. Things are a little crazy here at the job. I'm going to be, I'm going to be 15, 20, half hour late. You're bored of that. Or, hey, um, I was going to be there in time. Something's going on with my car. Let me figure out what it is. Give me about a half an hour. Sorry, give me about a half an hour. Like, you're bored with that. You're going to move on to the next guy. Okay, yeah. Margarita Nazarenko, you are, you do not know what a high value woman is. I can tell. I can tell these people don't know. Let's see. Who are you? You are Anne and Natalie on TikTok. Anne underscore Natalie on TikTok. opinion, but men love women that are high maintenance. They love it. No, we don't. Chew me out before you chew me out. There is no bigger insult than being mistaken as low maintenance. Now, being high maintenance is not synonymous to being what? rude, okay? You still have to be nice and sweet to your partner. But men really what? love high maintenance women, okay? That's who they're competing for. They're competing. No, we don't. We don't want high maintenance women. Why? Because high maintenance the women are net liability. You have to spend on their hair, their nails, their makeup, their boob jobs, their Brazilian butt lifts. You have to shell out all of this money. What do you get in return? Do you get a return on the investment? Hell no, you don't. So how do we? How why, how how do men love high maintenance women? Like, and she's like, don't be mistaken for being low maintenance. You act, you act like low, you act like the term low maintenance is a, is a pejorative. Men prefer low maintenance because, um, because, of, because the financial, the financial output is minimal. So you have more of a, it's not that you have, you get an equal return on the investment in that. However, with a lower financial output, am I making too much sense here? Like, how uh, how is it that how is it that men are supposed to love high maintenance women when high maintenance women cost the most money? And I'm sorry to boil down relationships to like investments or something like that, but really this is kind of how you have to look at it in the modern age. It didn't all it wasn't always this way, but when when the sexual revolution hit and women started gaining their independence, burning their brows, and entering the workforce, this is what we have now. So relationships have to be transactional. So it is kind of like a financial investment. If I'm going to invest my money, I need to invest as little money as possible to get a decent return. I mean, that's how investment is. You're not, 
you're not going to spend $300 on Disney stock when you can spend $50 on a similar stock and get the same return. So what's it? So what the hell? Or unless you, unless you literally don't know what being high maintenance or low maintenance is, because you're talking about being rude and stuff. It has nothing to do with high maintenance, but go ahead. Waiting for that girl, the girl who has her nails done, her lashes, her fits on point. No, she nobody eats- likes those freaking spiders, those tarantulas on your eyelids. Don't get it twisted. Well, she goes to the gym, the whole nine yards. They love it. They eat that up. So remember this, ladies, a man that invests in you values you. It's a flex for a man to brag about how they satisfy their girl. They want to take care of you and your needs, even if that's viewed as high maintenance tendencies. Now, I'm not saying you should have a man chase you. You know, be yourself, have high standards, and watch the right man gravitate towards you. Confident men love high maintenance women. When you look good, you... This woman is giving advice. This woman is giving dangerous advice. And what she's doing is she's setting up women to be abused by Chad. No, Chad doesn't give a shit. Chad doesn't give a shit. You, uh, you or your maintenance. What you, what you're gonna do? You're gonna put all that stuff on. You're gonna get all that makeup on. You're gonna give. Let me see. Oh Lord, uh, don't have any. I don't. Not, not today. Um. So, she's gonna put all that stuff on. She's gonna, she's gonna have her those claws on the end of her fingers. She's gonna get that fake hair. Those extensions. Gonna, she's gonna get. Those tarantulas put on her eyebrows, and then Chad's gonna gravitate to her, tell her sweet nothing, smash her, and then be gone. And this is what she's literally setting up women for. You understand how they, and this isn't even this has nothing about being high value. Like she's just telling women how to how to look like a three hundred four at this point. There's nothing high value about looking looking like a three hundred four. It's it's they're just not women. I I already read from Proverbs thirty one, and I already told you about how high how high value women present themselves according to what Proverbs thirty one says, and it says nothing of and it says nothing about hair extensions, lash extensions, fake nails, any of that. Now it says going to the gym, yes, keep yourself in shape, yes, but that's basic that's basic health one hundred one right there. You don't want to be fat and diabetic, high blood pressure, cardiomegaly, and all these other things. Because it just cuts away from your, it just cuts away years out of your life. But all this other stuff, no, no, no. She's teaching. All she's doing is she's teaching you how to be a three hundred four. That's just it. That's just it. That woman's a retard. Let's see. Oh, this so is iconic asked, woman. Who how can you raise your value as a woman? And there are a number of things you can do. In fact, I talk about three common ways women work to raise their value, but I wanna share just one simple thing. It's simple, but it's not easy that every woman can do and, and something that we need to do. And in the Iconic Womanhood Circle, which is my coaching community, where women gather, where we are connected and we meet every day and kind of talk about how we can live our best life and the different things we can do in every facet of our lives. We are actually working on this from today, right? Yesterday, we started talking about it first day of the year. And today we are kicking it into high gear. And I'm going to share this with you guys on TikTok. So here's the thing that you can do if you want to raise your value. Number one, a simple thing, not easy, simple. Raise your standards. Raise your standards for what you will accept going forward. 
period. Raise your standards in your personal relationships, professional relationships, for vendors, for platonic. The problem with this is that women's standards are already so high, they're pricing themselves right out of the dating market. So why would you tell women to raise their standards even further even though they've priced themselves out of the dating market, why would you do this? Like you want, you, you don't want any woman to date, do you? I'm serious. Okay. Women. See, here's the thing. Women, women nowadays, I got to say this women nowadays, and I promise I get to, I'll get to Kendra G. This is fascinating to me though. This one, iconic womanhood coach. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Here's the thing. She doesn't understand that the average woman has standards that are so high. Again, brings herself right out of the dating market. She doesn't understand that she's average because women like this iconic woman hood coach is telling her that she's a queen. She's she's infallible. She's this just because she's a woman. So now she's walking around with this with her head full full of this. Right. So now she has she already has standards that are way too high for her station. But now you're telling her to raise them even higher. Like she's already not dating because, again, single women, sing, the, the number of single women has exponentially exploded in the last 10 years. So they're pricing themselves right out of the dating market. And these are average women thinking that they're above average. These are these are fours and fives walking around thinking that they're nines and tens. So they're looking for these nines and tens. And now you're telling them that now the 9 and 10 isn't enough, that they need to go even further. So you're feeding the delusion at this point. Iconic womanhood coach. This is what you're doing. This is literally what you're doing. Let's see. High value woman. This one says, doesn't, doesn't chase men. We try to... Uh, get this music out here. High value woman doesn't chase men. No casual sex. Not interested in binge drinking and aimless partying. Knows her worth. Knows her own worth. Obsessed with self improvement. Gets dressed up for her, not for attention. More love and less judgment for herself and others. Okay, here's what I say about this. Let's address this point by point, and then we'll be done with this. High value woman doesn't chase men. Um. High value. It doesn't matter if you chase men or not. That's not that's not what defines you as high value. All right. As a matter of fact, it behooves women to chase men nowadays because more and more, more and more men are leaving the dating market just because of the things that I laid out a little bit ago. The women are pricing themselves out of the market. Their standards are too high. So, okay, men are leaving. Men are leaving. Hey, if I don't have a chance, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do it. That's just it, right? We're 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 investment minded. We look at risk. We look at risk reward. And if there's no reward and a lot of risk, we're just not going to do it. Because this is how your average man is, even if he doesn't invest. This is how his brain works. So a lot of men are work. A lot of men are walking away. So if she wants that good man, she better chase him. She better chase him down and bring him back. That's one. No casual sex. Okay, that can I already addressed this in low in the low body count thing. There's, I wouldn't say no. There, there's a lot wrong with wanting that. But, I accidentally touched the screen and my screen's a touchscreen computer. Um, okay, that, so again, there's something to be said about having some experience sexually, 
But again, having no casual sex again is not the marker of like not the marker of high or low value. Now, true that virginity virginity begets a certain level of beauty that's treasured by men. It's born out throughout history, even in the Bible. Not that. But in today's day and age, you know, again, you're looking at the you're looking at the um what do you call it? I call it the temporal fallacy, but there's another there's another term for it. But then again, having a lot of casual sex really really takes off of your own self image. Is why the Bible war strictly warns against it. Not only that, casual sex leads to things like single motherhood and all that stuff. So there you go. So okay, I kind of I do kind of agree with that point. Not interested in binge drinking, nameless partying. True. Um. Knows her self-worth. The problem with that is that women don't know their self-worth for the fact that, again, they've priced themselves right out of the dating market thinking that they're worth more than they actually are. So when you say knows her self-worth, the problem is they know their self. The problem is that they know their self-worth, but their knowledge is faulty. I just say that. They're, they're working with faulty knowledge. They're working with faulty data. They know their self-worth, but they're working with faulty data. Obsessed with self-improvement. The problem with that is that when you're too obsessed with self-improvement, you miss life's lessons. Because again, there's a certain there's a certain lesson that comes with failure. So you have to kind of embrace failure. And I think a, I think an obsession with self improvement just kind of it, it it ignores the fact that there is failure. So you gotta be afraid to fail. I guess failing breeds, breeds self improvement, but you can't be afraid to fail. Let's see. Let's dress up for her, not for attention. You always get dressed up for attention. That's that's like any time I saw a um, I saw a clip on YouTube from whatever. And this feminist went in on these OnlyFans because they're like, because she's like, dude, you get these breast implants, these butt lifts, and everything for male attention. She's like, no, I do it for me. No, you do it for male attention. No, I do it for me. No, you literally do it for male attention. And the OnlyFans models got mad. They got mad because they knew it was true. You don't get dressed up for your own self. You get dressed up because the attention that it brings you makes you feel good about yourself. So again, you you may ascribe that to I do it for myself, so I feel good. But the truth of the matter is that when you get dressed up, the attention makes you feel good. So you literally dress up for other people. This is how it is. Even the Bible says so. That's why the Bible, um, the Bible warns against adorning yourselves with gold pieces and all kinds of jewelry and earrings and bracelets and stuff, because all of that is vanity. You don't dress up for yourself. You dress up for you dress up for the attention of others. It, it's this is how it is. See more love and less uh, judgment for herself and others. Yeah, okay, more love and less judgment. It's true. It doesn't really have anything to do with high value. Just that's just being a decent person at that point, you know. So none of this, again, none of this, none of this speaks to her using her own skills and abilities for the betterment of household, her own household, and the community as a, as a whole. That's what, this is what a high value woman does. A high-value woman understands her skill set and will use her skill set for the benefit and the improvement of her household and the community as a whole, the community at large.
You find a woman that does that, and again, this is why I say who can find a who can find a virtuous woman for a price as far above rubies? Because a woman that does that is so freaking rare nowadays. It was rare back in the biblical days. It's extremely rare now that the sexual revolution took hold. That's like a one in a that's like a one in a million shot, right? One in five million, one in ten million shot. So again, the price is far above rubies, it's even further above rubies nowadays. This is a virtuous woman, high value. All right, let's get to um let's get to Kendra G. Now Kendra G, I've queued this up to a point. I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't even watch this whole clip. But I found this I even found the beginning of this clip to be interesting because this woman is from Cameroon. And so she you can hear it through her accent. But she has this situation that I on I can honestly say I've never heard this before. I, this is a new one for me. I've been on this for 49 years. This is a new one for me. And I don't understand how certain people go through life with certain Bellevue. I don't know anybody in Bellevue. Um, I'll call you back. I don't understand how people go through life without knowledge of certain things, right? I mean, certain things are just, you know, automatically, like when your kids are born. However, some people, I guess, don't. So let's run this clip and then we'll, 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 we'll go through it. So go. Noella, Noella, where you call me from? Where do you live, honey? I, I live in Maine. Like I know, like I've watched your shows like over a year now. No one has come saying they're from Maine, but I'm from Evan, Maine. I, you are the first person I think in the four years of me hosting the show in Maine. Yeah, I'm not originally I, from Maine, but I live in Maine. So where are you originally from? I'm originally from uh, West Africa, Cameroon. Okay, that hair color it looks good with your complexion. Oh, thank you, Kendra. Okay. Keep going. So no, oh God, Noella, Noella, Noella. Okay, Noella, Maine. How old are you? Uh, on my ID it says I'm 32, but I don't know really because I made it up. Um. So she made up her birth. She she made up her age. Now I don't know who's. I don't know where to fault this because again, the fact that you're walking around, I think she said she was from Maine and I can understand because Maine is one of those, just one of those states that was heavily liberal and they don't do things like, you know, verify citizenship and certain things like birth before they give driver's licenses that's supposed to have your official birth date on it. Maine doesn't do that. So Again, you can see they'll they'll give freaking IDs to anybody anybody who comes off the boat and asks for one. They'll give a driver's license and all this stuff too. Not supposed to, but they do. But she makes up her she makes up her she makes up her age on her driver's yeah, license. I thought that was, but like I'm from like a very country well, country. I mean. You know, part of Cameroon where like my mom didn't like go to school. She's not educated. We were all born like giving birth at home and so she doesn't remember when we we're all born so when we grew up we basically just made up our own ages so, so how do you not oh, know wow. even if you don't go to even if you don't go to school right and, and how do you not know what how do you not know what year it is right you don't need to go to school to know what year it is i mean everybody talks about what year it is 
How do you not know what year your kids are born? Like, that's just mind-blowing to me. I'm sorry. How do you not know when your kids are born? How long have you been in Maine for? Five years. Five years. So when did you make up your birthday? When you got here? No, when I was like, uh, I think eight or ten. So she goes to the DMV. So let me get this right. <laughs> let me get this right. Because I know I just woke up and I just jumped on the show. And I don't know, maybe still a little bit loopy. But she goes to May. She goes, she lives in Cameroon. She goes from Cameroon. She lands, I guess, in New York or whatever. Or she even lands, she somehow finds herself in Maine. Not she, she. I guess she. She had to have circumvented the immigration process. She had to have. She goes to the DMV. The DMV gives her the application. She writes down a birth date and stuff. DMV never asked for a birth certificate. They never asked for. They never asked for a passport or anything like that. Or maybe they did ask for some kind of a passport, but she lied to the Cameroonian government and said, oh, I'm this age. Like, I don't understand how any government entity, be it, from Cam be it in Cameroon or the United States, can accept when somebody says, well, I don't know when I was born. My mom never told, my mom doesn't know when I was born. I don't have a birth certificate. Yet, I want a government document, and they give you one. Okay, I don't know. When, like, I, I, I completed don't know. like what my is? primary school, and I had to like you know to go in for an exam, and they needed my best certificate. So they was like, "What's your best certificate?" I'm like, "I don't have one." They're like, "You gotta make one." I'm like, "All right, I guess." Let me pick a birthday. So I picked one for myself. Funny story, uh, my older brother they is let actually you pick your younger birthday. than me, so he picked a younger birthday, and I picked an older one because I was so excited about growing up and. Started dating, getting married. <laughs> so, all the brothers so you made yourself. So you think is. you're actually. So you're 32, but you could be really younger. I don't know. Sometimes I act older. Sometimes I act younger. Hello, Kendra. So this is a girl who literally can identify as whatever age she wants. Like okay, and I know there's that whole thing about Ben Shapiro and versus that one liberal student. When he asks her, how old is she? And then he's like, well, why aren't why don't you identify as 65? Because, you know, ages. But here we go. This woman, I guess, literally doesn't know what age she is. See, the problem with this that I have is the fact that you don't know if she's 30. You don't know if she's 40. So if she's 40 and you want to have kids versus when you're 30 and you don't want to have kids, Versus you don't know how the hell old you are and you want to have kids. Like, what? I, I, so you get with a woman, you think she's like 30 or you think she's 32 or 35. You think you're, you're going to be able to have healthy children with her. She's actually like 41 or 43. And by the time she, she goes around, her risk, her, her risk of having healthy children is severely compromised. See, this is this is how serious not knowing your ages or making up your age. This is how serious that is. You don't understand that this has biological implications. You're getting with somebody you think is 32 and wondering why she's going through menopause. But she swears up and now she's 32 because she doesn't know how old she is. She never really bothered to do to do any of the homework, any of the legwork. She just accepted it and is going around making up her age.
that's the problem here. That's a, that's a more serious problem here. I can, I can be as facetious as I want about governments and things like that, but the actual problem is biological here at this point. <laughs> okay, we got to go with 32. What age? Yes. I'm curious. This is so intriguing. So what age <laughs> did your, your older brother pick? He's, uh, he picked uh, Fit May 1997. So he should be 28. And I but, picked 20th May 1991. So I'm 32, 30, 33. But he's technically older because your mother had him first. Yes. Ah, yes. That is she, at least remember, she at least remembers that. Do you remember that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we are learning some things tonight. So 32, um, Noella and Maine. Father should uh, housewife and mom and I just got out of that because I decided I wanted to do something better with my life than just be that because it didn't work out so I'm technically going to school to get my so she uh, doesn't want to be a housewife what the hell is she doing looking for a man so man understand understand with this right here in this package here, you have somebody that you don't know whether she's 32 or 42. You don't know if you could have kids with her or not. And she doesn't even want to be a housewife. So again, what's the incentive here? Is that word again? Incentive. Okay. So right now, are you working? Oh, uh, no. I'm a student. You're a student. How do you pay your bills? Uh, savings. Question. I mean, when I was married, we did a lot of savings. So like, okay. you know. Oh, so when did you get divorced? Oh, so you basically, you divorced him and took half yourself, came to America. And now you want to be a student looking for another man. That's messed up. Like, seriously. Using his money to pay your bills. I'm technically not. Oh, you can't be you're on the show if you're not divorced. Yeah, I know, Kendra, but I've been separated for two She's years. still I'm married. Like, when is this going to be over for me to move on? I know. I want you to move on too, but you got to be divorced, honey. What is okay? Oh, let me ask you a question. Yet. When did you get married? Uh, I got married in 2016. So, did now where did you get married at? In America? No, in Africa. In Africa, was he an American? Yeah, he's an American. Is that how you were able to come to America? Yeah, okay. So, so you she got used him for his green card, and now she's separated from him. And she's not even divorced from him, but she's looking for another dude. This is what you're getting, man. Yeah, you were a housewife. Yep. You didn't like it. Doesn't want to be a wife. I liked it. Uh, I've always wanted to be a housewife. Basically, that's how we raised. So why you a housewife My now? mom basically raised all of us to, as women, she, what she taught us is how to cook clean and be a wife. Like, you're trained to be a wife from, like, a very young age. So, I wanted to be that, and I liked being. And I don't know if you guys missed it or I missed it. I think there was a part where she was talking about her childhood, and she said she was talking about her, her thing in school. And I missed it, but there's something that I caught when she said about, she said when she was about eight, eight or 10, that she, um, that she had to make up an age to take her, to take an exam because she didn't have a birth certificate. And I'm wondering how she knew that, how she knew her age then, but not now. So I don't know. I think there's something more going on to this because if she knew that she was eight when she had to take this exam, that she needed a birth certificate to take this exam. If she knew she was eight year old years old then, how does she not know how old she is now? A housewife, but um, yeah, it, it didn't work out for me because he was very like he's my kid's father. I don't want to talk badly of him, but it was extremely abusive. Yeah, she has kids. 
So what is taking the what's the delay on the divorce? I don't because we have a lot of um I guess we have a lot of joint property and we have kids too, so we sorted out the custody. You don't have joint property. You're a broke woman from Cameroon. He picked you up from Cameroon because you were broke. And he freaking he freaking took you, married you, got got you into this lifestyle. You got your green card, wanted to divorce him, take half his stuff now that you have your green card. Now it's starting to make now it's kind of starting to make sense. She Yeah, so I don't think she's 32. I actually think she's a lot younger. And the reason why I think she's a lot younger is because I think here's what I think. I think with this lady. I think she was too young to do, and she, I think she know. I, I I think her mother. I think she actually knows her age. I, I I think all of that with her with her history and stuff. I think all of that's cap. I think she knows her age, and I think that in order to save face for this, she didn't want to say that she was a little too young to get married, right? So she makes up this whole thing about her her mom not knowing her age and all this stuff. She knew that being in Maine, Maine was going to give her a green card. I mean. As long as she had her green card, that she'd be able to get an ID. That she'd be able to get an ID. She was able to snow the Cameroonian government because they're not too bright. She was able to snow the Cameroonian government into giving her, um, giving her credentials that said that she was older than what she actually was. She got this guy. She found this guy and told him that she's older than she actually was, so that he would come over. He would marry her. He came over. He met her. He liked her. He married her. Right. After he married her, she came back to America. She got her green card because, again, Bill Clinton signed that garbage into law. So she came in. She so she came in. She got her green card. She she promptly divorces him, takes his money. Now she got her green card. Now she's going to do what she's going to do. She doesn't even she hasn't even divorced him. She just took. She just she's taking the assets now before the divorce is even finalized. So she's she's robbing from him at this point. So. She's robbing from him. She's looking for another man to. She's looking for another man as a cushion, and she's going to lie to him as well. But she doesn't want anybody to know that she was a little too young to get married at the point that she did, and she did that so that she can get she can get her green card. It just happens that the man had some money and the man had some stuff, so she figured she'd get a divorce. She has her green card. She can take half his stuff and then put herself back on the market. So this is what she's doing. So yeah, I think I figured out her game. Gonna be fifty fifty. Now we're working on like him buying me out of like our property and splitting all what we have together. Okay. Well, I had to start this move because we had a period where we had so many um, separated people. So once your divorce is finalized, call us back. Yes, Kendra. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you. Love I love you. Love you too. Bye. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what guy would sign up for that deal because again. Look what she did to look what she did to her husband. She thought, oh yeah, I'm I can I'm gonna be a wonderful housewife and things like that. Back excuse me, back when she was in Cameroon. So she took he took her, he fell for the lies, took her out of Cameroon, brought her back, married her, got her, her green card and everything, based on based on an absolute lie. Um, got her, her green card and everything, and then she promptly divorces him, takes his stuff. She got she got his green card, now she's a legal citizen. Well, she's not a legal She's not, I don't know if she's a legalized, a naturalized citizen. She's been here for five years. I know there's a lot of things, there's a lot of hoops to jump through to become a naturalized citizen in the United States. And a lot of African women just don't, they just don't do that whole thing. But 
you know, so I'm not, but I'm not sure if she's, I'm not sure if she's a natural life citizen or not. However, the point remains that she married the guy just to get the green card and then promptly divorced him and started trying, and is trying to take out his stuff now. Because, again, this is what thing, this is what people like Bill Clinton did. Now, um, I don't know what guy would sign up for this, knowing that, knowing that she has a shady past. She's known, f- again, she's, She's known for lying about her age, and then she knows about she lies about being being a housewife and wanting to be a housewife. See, she's selling this game now to Kendra G because she's looking for another guy to do the same thing too. Now she already has a green card, got got it, but all that all that about you know I was raised to be a housewife. No, you weren't because if you were raised to be a housewife, you would have been a housewife to the last guy, right? Instead of divorcing her, instead of just marrying him for the green card and then divorcing, probably divorcing him. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. It's, I got to call it like I see it. And this is what I see. So, I let's see. Okay. Well, that let's was, see. Does you she have another funny, one? Though, I actually heard that before uh, with a woman cool. in Africa who didn't know her birthday. Um, Teresa, yeah. back up, it's, honey. It's, Let me see you stand because up. Because it's all caps. Show me the room, girl. Show me the room. Yay, doing a family trip. Okay, your name is Teresa? Yes, it is. And you live, where do you live? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay, how old are you, honey? I'm 41. 41. And what you do for a living? Nothing in the I am market. a career executive assistant. And career. I'm currently Okay, just right off the bat. She's 41. She's a career executive assistant. That means, you know what that means? That means she's been a secretary all her life. What kind of money do you think she makes at 41 years old? So do you think you do you do you literally think she correct she she commands anything in the sexual market or in the dating market? Probably not. But let's see what she has to say. Um, in the process of transitioning into human resources. Okay. So we got Teresa Brooklyn, forty one, career executive assistant. Mm -hmm. And your um, do you have any children? No children. No kids. Forty one and no children. Never married. Okay. And what's the zodiac sign? Of course I not, because she spent all this time, I guess she spent all this time in school just to be an executive assistant, which you really don't need to spend a lot of time in school to be an executive assistant and then be in HR. Because I've known people with just master's degrees that are in HR. and But she's 41. She spent a whole lot of time in school. This is a classic example right here of the woman who spends all this time chasing a career, chasing school and everything, not as she realizes that she wasted too much time. See, she's never married. She's never had kids. She didn't have, she just didn't have time. And again, this is why I tell people and people look at me crazy when I say this, but this is a perfect example of why I say you as a woman, see, this doesn't apply to men because men, because just because of the station. But as a woman, you literally only have two tracks in life. You have a career track and or you have a family track. If you choose a career track, the family track is done. You the, the door is slammed shut and locked. You can't you can't go back to that. Just like if you choose the family track, the career and school track is it's the door is shut and it locks. You can't go back and go into that door. You have to pick one or the other and then stick with it. This woman here chose the career and she chose the career and um, education track. 
and the family track shut its doors and locked it. Now she wants to come back and try to get in that door, and she can't. It's locked now. She's 41 years old. She can't have kids. It's done. She's way too close to menopause. By the time she finds a man, gets pregnant, her womb can't even hold her woman her womb can't even hold the child. She's too old now. Not only that, the eggs are too old. They may not even fertilize correctly. Don't know. But again, it's biological at this point. She wasted she wasted too much time on the career on the career thing and the education and career thing. And now that she wants to find a man, she's on she's on Kendra G. Not even realizing that she's forty-one, she's hit the wall. Her looks have completely, her, her looks have completely deteriorated. Well, I wouldn't say completely deteriorated, but she, let's see, 20, 30, 40. So she lost at least three points. So if she was a seven, she's now a four. If she was an eight back when she was twenty, she's now a five. So she lost, she lost three points on her looks. That's what it means when you hit the wall. And then, um. She has no kids. She wants kids, and she can't even have kids anymore. So any any guy that comes across her way that wants kids is no longer interested in her. But let's see what she has to say. Pisces. Pisces. So we got Teresa, Brooklyn, 41 Pisces. No kids. Um, um, assistant, executive assistant? Executive assistant. Executive yeah. assistant. Okay, Secretary. I don't know why I got this long title. Um, all right, let's, well, let's do it. What kind of meat are you looking for, honey? What? What kind of before? Sorry, I'm just super nervous because I wasn't expecting to get picked. Well, you're here. So, um, the kind of man I'm looking for is one who is kind, considerate, generous, um, a good communicator, someone who is willing and wanting to be in a committed, monogamous relationship that leads to marriage. Mm-hmm. For a man that has a great character. Sorry, I'm sorry, but the marriage thing is done for you. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you why. Because you can't have children. It's done. You wasted too much time. But keep going. Um, wants to share their life and build and grow with um, their partner. Okay. Here's the problem. At 41, you should have been built. You should have been built and grown already. You see, here's and here's the thing. You're looking for you're probably looking for somebody around your age. Somebody around your age, a man around your age is already built. He's not gonna want somebody that is forty one and doesn't really have doesn't really have it together yet. You're forty one, you're still an ex- executive assistant, you're trying to get an HR, but you're not in HR yet. That means you don't have it together yet, lady. You you're never you're never married, you never had kids. That means you spent way too much time in the career track to even entertain a family at this point. So the man that you're looking for is gonna look right past you to the next girl. Okay. That's how it is. What are your deal breakers? Um deal breakers would be uh smoking for sure. No smokers of any kind. Um deal breaker would be someone who still has emotional baggage or things that they haven't worked through, like either currently working through with the therapist. Getting um, my alarm. Sorry about that. Um, someone who doesn't want to talk, um, is still connected to their past relationships, hasn't realized, you know, what they're looking for and isn't interested in um, getting married or doesn't believe in marriage. Okay. Which is funny because you spent how many years not wanting to get married and not believing in marriage by chasing your career? Now you don't want somebody. Now you don't want somebody who's not who's not marriage oriented. It's funny how that works out. 
how they they spend so much time saying, I can't get married. I'm chasing my career. I can't get married. I'm chasing my education. And then when they're 41 and realize that they wasted too much time, they wasted too much time to even try to have a family and settle down. Now that they're trying to settle down, they don't want anybody with commitment issues. How does this work? Somebody tell me how this works, please, because I don't understand. How did you spend so much time with commitment issues, with so many commitment issues, now that you're ready to have a family? You don't want anybody who has commitment issues. A lady, that was literally you for like 30 years. Well, not 30 years, but at least like 15 years. So riddle me that. You're never, again, you're never married. You never had kids, but you don't want anybody with commit. You don't want anybody with commitment issues. Fair enough. Um, they said, can you wipe your screen? Um, sure. Hold on. Sorry. How's it going? Get it together. Okay. About that. Um, yeah, I'm staying in a, we're visiting um, family. It's my Nana's 87th birthday. So um, uh, happy birthday to your Nana. Ooh, I will let her know that you said so. Yes, please do. Um, okay. Well, um, does the guy have to look a certain Grandma's in her 40s. Um, no, he does not have to look a certain way. I will say that um, beard and balded men are sexy. Beard and balded. So with a beard and no hair, okay, <laughs> are sexy to you? I can look that way at all. Um, I don't have any uh, look requirements. I will say that I am uh, 5'3". So um, as far as your height goes, if you're 5'6 or taller, you're going to be taller than I am. <laughs> and... Um, no, no kind of, um, I don't have any hangups as far as uh, looks go. As long as I feel attracted to you and I think you look good, we are good to go. Okay. Um but here's the problem, though. Here's the problem with this. I'm, I'm going to end with this. I'm not going to go through the whole video. Again, I haven't seen this whole video, but I don't know. I'm running out of time, though. I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm up against that time. Here's a, here's a problem. A man that you consider attractive is probably a man that everybody else considers attractive. And then given the choice between you, who's 41 years old, you can't have kids, you don't have kids, you've never been married, um, you probably can't have kids anymore. So again, you're an executive assistant, so you don't make a whole lot of money. You're going to HR, and you're not going to make a whole lot of money. Um, and again, men really don't care about money, but it's the ambition thing, right? If you don't have much going for yourself, and you, do, you really, lady, you really don't, that 41 without any of that would have been cool if when you were back when you were like 30. 25 30 and that is your 41 is way too late so the guy that you're looking for this attractive guy that's generous and all this stuff that means he has the stuff together which is what you're looking for he's going to look right past you to the next girl you're you're probably doomed to either serial dating because nobody's going to want to commit to you because it's way too late or like like the godfather says buy a dog and die alone that's that's literally your options right now and i hate to say i hate to say it that way but it's true so again the lesson there ladies when you get yourself together early make that decision early and when you make that decision you got to live with the consequences of that decision that's just it that's just it so you either choose the career track when you're young or if it's too late for you now but you have kids and you have daughters, teach your daughters early because I'm teaching I'm teaching my daughter early. I already told her, but I'm teaching her now that you literally have two paths in life. I say you can have the family path or the career path. And once you choose one, 
the other you cannot go to the other the other is the other is shut down and locked to you and she's starting to understand that so by the time in about the next three years she should be able to make her decision which path she wants to take and then she has to taste i told her she has to take that path and commit to it wholeheartedly and she's gonna she can't harbor any regret for not taking the other path because there's no way that you'll be able to come back and take that other path it's just not going to happen and this lady here on Kendra G is finding out um, the hard way that this is, in fact, reality. I'm ABC. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch me on social media. I'm on Facebook. Look up um, the ABC uh, podcast on Facebook. That's the show's page. My own public page is Jesse Ramsey ABC. And then my private, my own personal Facebook is jesse.ramsey.79. So those are three guys again. Hold on me on Facebook. I'm also on True Social. I do a lot of, well, I do a lot of things there, but I do post mostly. I do res- respond to a lot of political things. Um, but so I'm there at, at J Ramsey ABC. Just look for at, Ram- at J Ramsey ABC on social media. From there, you can follow me. Um, I'm also on, again, Blog Talk Radio. I scaled down my presence on SoundCloud. But I'm on Blog Talk Radio, and you can download, you can actually subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. It's free. I don't charge anything for it. So look up the ABC podcast on Blog Talk Radio on Apple Podcasts, and you can go ahead and subscribe to the show, and you get all the new episodes. Um, the only the only ask I have is that you wait a little bit because I process the audio and I upload the higher quality audio to Blog Talk Radio, so that the sound of coming through Apple Podcasts will be a whole lot better. So that's that. But you absolutely can subscribe, and I don't charge any money for it. So that's it. Um, thanks for listening. I do this every day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific. And then from on Saturdays from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific. So whatever time zone you are, just do the math and then you can catch me. You can catch me on Blog Talk Radio live where you can call in. I would get a lot of callers, but that's fine. I, I do like the monologue. For, I do like the monologue thing because I do like talking, talking myself through it. It's kind of like my therapy for me. But, um, but yeah, so those are my times, and you have my number, area code 563-999-3596 when I'm on the air, so that's it. Hit that music, I'm ABC, I am out, nice to see you tomorrow. Remember, the future is what you make of it. Now go out there and make the dating world a better place.